Hey, PG fans, got a dollar? Then head over to shop.premierguitar.com and check out our massive ebook collection. We have authoritative titles on everything from DIY projects to lessons in a variety of styles and advice from legendary artists and gear builders. Plus, we release new collections every two weeks. Check it out at shop.premierguitar.com. This is John Bollinger with Premier Guitar. I'm with J.D. McPherson just a few hours before his show at the Mercy Lounge here in Nashville. J.D., thanks for taking some time to talk to us. Johnny, great to talk to you, man. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Man, that guitar is amazing. Tell me all about it. This uh, guitar right here, I've been waiting for this to fall right here in my standing lap for about <laughs> two years. Um, there's a gentleman out in Joshua Tree, California, out in the desert named T.K. Smith, who's actually one of my favorite guitar players. He was in some great bands, Big Sandy, Fly Right Trio, oh, yeah. uh, Smith's Ranch Boys, Bone Break Syncopator. He's just like a super great player, and he started building these guitars, and it's like, um, he is to guitar building as Masamune was to building samurai swords. But anyway, <laughs> um, we've been talking about it for a long time. T.K.'s stuff is really elegant, and he has this guitar called the Smith Special, which is kind of based on a lot of the guitars that Paul Bigsby was building sure. in the late 40s, early 50s. And um, we sort of combine elements of that with this Jupiter Thunderbird Bo Diddley shape, this thing that he was doing, because my first, my favorite rock and roll clip is Bo Diddley playing um, on Big D&T show, and the whole band has guitars shaped like this, and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, but, it is the coolest thing but ever. But there's some really strange things about it. Um, first of all, it's, Every inch of it is is crafted by TK. All the aluminum, everything was uh, is all sandcast aluminum made by him. So wow. everything on it, uh, he wound the pickups. He carved the bakelite for the little the little bombs here. Um, I mean, it's just like uh, it's a it's chambered and it's got the bird's eye uh, veneer. Like if you can see right here, I don't know if you guys can see this, but this yeah. is how intricate it is these little green circle fret markers, he hand carved those out of a comb from the 20s, like a Bakelite comb. <laughs> and you see the, uh, you know, the walnut going through, it's a neck through, oh, yeah. neck through body. And so it comes out down here, but he added a little bit of that same green Bakelite. So there's all this like super geeky stuff on this thing that just, I don't know, it just it completes me. Yeah, it's it. so great, I love it. And the brass nut. Brass and... nut. It's got a couple of uh, unusual things too. Um, these pickups are very similar to Bigsby pickups, but you know, if you carve out the top there, it brightens them up a little bit. Wow. Um, and this bridge, we talked a lot about the bridge because on uh, Gretsch guitars, there's kind of this, this strange history of the bridges, but this one was built by a guy in St. Louis who's got a um, company called MB Concepts, and it's based on the very first patent-pending intonatable bridge by that guy Melita, the Synchrosonic Bridge. Those were, uh, when the patent-pending was happening, they were 
cast aluminum. And after that became sort of a little more cumbersome, they're sort of famously cumbersome bridges, but they sort of figured out some certain things to improve upon the original, uh, the original Melita bridge. And I'm just, I really love it. It's, uh, it's super solid, it has all kinds of cool aspects to it. Um, I can do all this kind of weird. I figured oh, all these little nooks great. and crannies where I can make weird noises with it and stuff, but um, yeah, man. Uh, another weird little feature is, you know, you've got your regular sort of uh, just bridge pickup sound. But if I switch it to the middle position and switch this one on, it goes out of phase so I can do. So it's got that kind of honk honk sound to it. Right. So, I mean, it's like I can get Joe Mathis out of this. I can get Grady Martin out of it. I can get Johnny Thunders out of it if I wanted to, I guess. That's great. Are they flat wound strings on it? Um, I was playing flats, but these are rounds just uh, kind of actually playing around between those two. When TK builds guitars, he always puts uh, Tomastic strings on there because he's a jazz guy. And uh -huh. I tried it, but I couldn't bend that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of playing around. Um, so what do you have on it right now? What do you... Right now, these are D'Addario's. Um, these are just 11's. Um, on, my other, on my other guitars, I do, I do play flats. I play D'Addario chromes. Yeah. Um, but like this what, guitar... Like what gauge? Uh, uh, so, well, this was just kind of 48. Like 11 through... 11 through 48. And the, and the flats, same, same thing? The same thing, except there's no round third. Oh, okay. Um, actually got that idea from watching this program hey. uh, for the Jimmy Vaughn uh, the Jimmy Vaughn thing oh, yeah. because he loves the sound of flats I love the sound of flats but you gotta be able to oh yeah bend yeah. that that note and so yeah yeah that's awesome man so Thanks. is that like honestly a one-of-a-kind guitar yeah, there's one and we sort of have a handshake deal that there will only be one oh okay. but his his guitars are incredible the smith special and uh he does a lot of customization too like if you want like a cool your name kind of bixby style on a big light pick guard or he sure. makes armrests or he makes great pickups he works really closely with curtis novak another desert guy i almost with the desert guys they're like <laughs> out there and they've got nothing to do right build amazing stuff but anyway yeah um they're just uh, super, super brilliant builders. Well, well, that's gonna be hard to beat. That is so cool. But <laughs> but let's see what else you have in your arsenal. Okay, I'll, um, I'll, I'll stop on your thanks. Tuner. This one here, I bring this one mostly because it's notable that it's a Strat. Yeah. And I don't want to offend any Strat players out there, but there was like a great part of my life that I just. I just wouldn't ever play a Strat. It was a Telly guy, uh -huh. you know? Uh, it's like there's Strats and there's Tellys and never the Twain. But um, when we made my last record, um, I was throwing all these guitar player sounds at the producer, Mark Neal, and he, he said, well, you're talking about Strats. And I was like, okay. So we got a hold of a Strat and I absolutely fell in love with the Fender Stratocaster and I'm, I'm shamed that I didn't. I mean, it's, they can do anything, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, this one here is kind of based on, sorry man, I've left myself plugged in. Can you oh, yeah. that, Johnny? You bet. I dig the whole uh, coil cable too, man. <laughs> That's Again, cool. the Bo Diddley thing right. from TNT, they're all, yeah. they're all wearing those. But you know, it's, it's a wired vintage. 
Um, I've got a, a little rubber ring on there to keep it from ever turning down. So it's just, you know, because that's kind of a famous thing is I pick really hard and everybody knocks those things out. But um, it's kind of based on the 50s, uh, 50s neck, 50s body. Um, I asked Fender to make me this kind of ink blue one. They did it. They were really nice oh, about it. Great. And um, Curtis Novak pickups oh, that cool. uh, the guy in the desert makes incredible vintage style pickups and, and it just cuts like cuts like a poker through butter it's awesome right so uh, this is like a new uh newish because yeah. i've seen it in one of your videos i'm trying to think is that kind of bo diddley beat um uh, like, video. i'm trying to remember oh this was in head over heels yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yep yep um yeah man i play this uh i play this guitar when we play that song live and it's got the um kind of a Mickey Baker kind of a honk to it, you know. It's just got the got the thing. I just don't know why I never saw the light about strats until I don't know, man, they're so they're so incredible. Yeah, I get it. Like some guitars, yeah, I was originally like that with tellies, strangely enough. Now you, they're you like, weren't man, into tellies. I wasn't. And then okay. totally into it. Yeah. Yeah. See telly was um, that was everything that I ever wanted in a guitar. Um, I have this one. I don't have my little butterscotch one, which was my first one. I built it um, out of about five guitars. Is that guy retired at home for now? And you know, it is for now. I, I was, I had a broken. Uh, I had, well, a friend of mine sat on it and broke the neck, so nice. um, <laughs> it was retired. But I just got a nice fifty style neck put on it and so it's ready to come back out again but it's just not with the equipment that we have on the road right now but this one was one i was playing for a little while and tk actually helped me get this one set up too um this is the fender um it's like one of their one of their kind of new models of the 50 50 style i had a little friendship with fender going on and they helped me get a couple guitars going but that's great i was always really attracted to tellies just because they're they're sort of like the working, working fellas guitar. They just, they're, you can beat them up really bad and um, you have to fight them a little bit. And, and I always liked that about them. And a lot of players I love, you know, Joe Strummer played a telly, you know, Waylon Jennings played a telly, like these kind of anti-heroes. Yeah. That had as much to do with it as anything. But uh, Yeah, man, isn't it amazing though? It's, it's like 60 year old technology and they got it right the first totally, time. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, so did you put the Charlie Christian pickup in it? Yeah, uh, TK built that for me. That's uh, that's, oh, wow, that's basically, cool. uh, you know, the, the Charlie Christian is essentially a Paul Bixby, a Bixby pickup with a plastic cover. And uh, they're really nice for jazz tones. Um, and then this is a Curtis Novak uh, bridge pickup. I like to swap, to flip the control panel. Right. So you can kind of do some tone bends and things. Um, if you do that stuff, which <laughs> I uh, I don't do that kind of stuff anymore so much with my band, but I used to a lot. But I'm just used to that being yeah. in this configuration. But but um yeah, it's it's such a better setup, I think, too. Just to they're such great great guitars, man. They just they respond, and but at the same time, it's not like effortless. You know, you have to kind of you have to kind of think. And, I love them. TK did that inlay. 
Oh, very cool. This is like turning into a TK commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. He should send you some yeah, stuff yeah. after this. He's, he's definitely helped me out enough. Oh, that's great. So you're carrying these three, kind of covering all your sonic bases, mm -hmm. uh, and then running into this bad boy. Let's hear about this very cool amp. I've had this one since we started touring. This is a Texotica Presidio 15, and it was hand-built by my good friend, Billy Horton, who lives in Austin, Texas. Um, Billy has been around a long time. He's got an amazing kind of analog studio in Austin called Fort Horton. Um, he did a lot of records with, with a lot of people that I love, guys like Nick Curran. Um, but he was making these, they're kind of based on a 50s Fender Tweed mm -hmm. amp, but I love 15-inch speakers, and so um, his 15-inch speaker model was just right. I just like the way the air moves um, with them, and they're, they're, you know, you can get a lot of sound without, like, completely breaking the bank as far as, like, overdrive goes. Right. But, you know, this is, I've never had any complaints about it as far as, like, you know, if we play a smaller room or like a really big room, it's it's always kind of just right for me. Um, the only problem is, is that Billy has stopped taking orders on these because he's got a gig playing bass for Jimmy Vaughn now. So oh, cool. Kinda, Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's totally, uh, I'll accept that. Yeah. I'll accept that. But, um, you know, I still call him sometimes like, hey, man, what if I did this? And he'll be like. <sighs> all right, man. If you, if you do this and do this, you'll be all right. But yeah, man, it's uh, very cool. And it's and you're running a Weber, yeah, uh, Ferramax 15. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. It's a it's pretty uh, pretty efficient speaker, but just kind of right on the edge. Where um, if I dig in a little bit at a certain volume, it'll start to break up, which is that's my favorite. Yeah, plateau there. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And then just a humble pedal board. Man, you know, I'm a child of the 90s, and I uh, was really, uh, really into all the shoegaze stuff, so I, I, I can imagine this thing expanding at any moment. I'm, <laughs> I'm, starting to really, I'm starting to really fall in love with messing with pedals. And you know, you hear a lot of guys like, man, you just plug straight in, man, what's that? But I mean, there's all this other stuff you can do with pedals, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, I have nightmares about just plugging straight in. It's, uh, it's such a fun thing to mess with. And, you know, Nels Klein is one of my favorite players and just a player for all occasions. I mean, he's like, people say, you know, do all the pedals and everything degrade your sound? He's like, yes, degradation is my sound. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's cool. So, so your signal flow, you're starting with that polytune. Mm -hmm. And where's it go from there? This Moore Blue Phase here is just a little. Uh, fuzz pedal that we got because in a few songs that we're doing now we're doing these kind of psych rock fuzz stabs and um, cool I'll um, I'll get in there like I'll hunk, hunk down and then like we'll be doing like a like the keys player Ray will be doing something and I'll come down and start messing with feedback and yeah people probably wouldn't expect that but I mean it's uh, like I said I watched a lot of dinosaur junior videos when I was a kid <laughs> um, so that's that's cool I like the small footprint I like Everything that I've got is sort of built to travel to. Right. Um, you know, I, I can throw this in a suitcase and I've got this Diego or Diago, depending on whether you're in England, uh, power supply. And oh. I love it because it's really small, fits right in there and it's universal voltage. So oh, you can just, really? You just get an adapter. You don't need a, a converter, just an adapter. Cool. And you can plug into anywhere and it'll work. That's great. Um, 
this really great guy just gave me this Nocturne Dino Brain um, a year or so ago, maybe. And he just showed up at a show and said, man, just, I really want you to have this. And um, I, I have to, you know, to be honest, I just didn't use it because I didn't really know what it did, to be honest. Yeah. But I use this every night. What, what is it? Is Basically, like it, it's, it's a boost. It's a strange concept, but it sort of emulates what's the, the boost or the preamp that's inside the Roland Space Echo. Oh, wow. Um, you know, um, a lot of players who are into like guys like Brian Setzer and stuff, they, mm -hmm. you know, hit part of his sound as he goes through a Roland Space Echo. Right. And um, so a lot of Gretsch players started grabbing this because it adds that extra little kind of snap. Oh, cool. But man, I just use it for, for leads and um, for grit. And it's got such a nice, subtle, you know, I'm not, I, I like very subtle um, th things in that regard. And, and, and this does the job very nicely for me. So I highly recommend that pedal. I'm so glad that he, that he warranted to give me one of them. Yeah, that's great. Um, full Tone Super Trim. It is, I mean, this thing has been through the trenches with me. You can see. Um, I was using it for a while just as a kind of a tone thing because if you if you um, have it turned on all the time but have it turned to soft, it gives you a nice little kind of warm warm thing. And I was just using oh, it for that cool. mostly. But the tremolo on it is is I mean I haven't heard a more enticing tremolo sound. I know T Bone Walker uses these, and that's I think probably where I heard about it. Um, cool. Yeah, and I love the speed. Uh, setting on it where you can just ramp up from fast to slow yeah yeah and i use that um we've got we've got a lot tremolo is sort of my it's sort of my crutch i love it so much i mean it's like a tonic yeah and uh i use it all the time i mean you can be you can be playing and singing just something by yourself and have a little tremolo on it it just it just helps but yeah um yeah they made a new one too that's a little smaller footprint and lets you tap out the speed you want i'm probably end up switching up to that um, yeah, man, tremolo is, that's yeah. my bad. Yeah, and it's cool these are so kickable, too. You can just, like, get yeah. your foot in there. Totally. Yeah, cool, okay. Um, Carbon Copy Analog Delay by MXR. I've had this pedal since, I don't know, man, like, I probably had that pedal for 10 years. Wow, that's great. And I just use it for a little thickener, like a little slapback. Um, this band doesn't play... Um, like a lot of guys would use slapback stuff in like kind of rockabilly settings yeah. but our band is kind of more out of the rhythm and blues and rock and roll school so i don't have a real hard slapback on it's um it's pretty soft and just kind of a ch -ch yeah and then it's out but um you know it takes up space but it's basically the the thing that kind of keeps things kind of chunky and nice sure um this thing is like I'm obsessed with this thing. This is the Doctor Scientist Reverberator. Um, when we were making our second record, I asked the producer because we had tons of. Um, he has a couple EMT plate reverbs in his studio, and I was just like, kind of, that became the sound of the record. And so the reverberator, um, it's a, it's essentially a, a plate reverb emulator. You'll get a lot of spring reverb emulators and, and room uh, sound emulators and stuff, but. The splashiness of the plate is something that I just, uh, I use it all the time. And you can kind of do a, a short or a long decay. Oh yeah. It's really, it gets really moody and 
get all kinds of crazy uh, sounds and it's pretty it's pretty customizable too because you've got several plate sounds several hall sounds and um, you can you know bend the fabric of time with that but it's this I also have to say that of all the companies I've dealt with this guy is just one of the best like as far as customer service goes um, if something goes even remotely wrong with it I mean he like fixes it immediately um, super well like good communication and you know he's just this I just imagine this like kind of lumberjack looking guy sitting in a log cabin in Canada sucking back maple syrup and building <laughs> pedals I don't really know what he looks like but he's he's a great guy to work with so yeah so that's my little that's too cool man I mean it's 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 a simple little system and sounds great man thanks man um, if I, I can make one more uh, mention too I don't have it with me it's with our other gear but I got a hold of a quilter micro pro Mach 2 uh, built by quilter amps and I can't say yeah. enough good things about that company incredible people and um, it's about this big it weighs about four pounds is it solid state it's solid state but it's it sounds like a tube amp. Yeah. And you know, if something ever happens with a tube amp, it's like you just plug your speaker right into it and your your day is saved. And that's the only thing I play overseas. Like when you oh, fly really? overseas, you just kind of put it in your bag and take it with you and you've got essentially a tube amp that if some backlighting company and stuff supplies you with like a less than desirable amp, you just put your put your thing in there. That's so, great. What a great yeah. way to go. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, JD, thanks so much, man, for taking the time to talk to us. And uh, congratulations on all the success. Enjoy your never-ending tour. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I did all the Chatty Cathy stuff, man. Love I just, the like, Chatty Cathy. Yeah, man. We, we are all about <laughs> Chatty Cathy. I'm a big fan of the series. I watch them all the time. I've learned a lot from them. Oh, so great, I'm so man. glad that you guys asked me to be great. part of it. Thanks well, so hey, much. man. All the best. Thanks, man. Don't forget to sign up for PG Perks, your all-access pass to exclusive gear giveaways and discounts on PremierGuitar.com.